Hey! Welcome to another episode of Inspired Rewire. On my last episode, I spoke about healing. And I would like to continue a little bit on that topic. But on this episode, I would like to share some ways that I have applied during my journey of healing that has helped me and the benefits of it. I am sure that I will speak more about healing down the road in more episodes because it's a very deep subject with many layers to it. And it has been and still is a very big part of my life. As I have mentioned before, there is so many layers to us as there is layers to healing. I highly believe that we all need to heal mentally, physically, emotionally, energetically and spiritually. I think that many things can happen to us, I don't think, I know rather, that many things can happen to us on a level where we don't see it, as our energy bodies might take a hit, because we are all energetic beings. And I think that many of us are very unaware that we have an energetic field around us and that we have and we are energies and vibrations. Uh, I think it's been a big disconnect from this. Uh, I know this from experience because I was very disconnected from it uh, myself at one point. I had no idea even about my energy body or of others and how my own energy body can affect me as well as others. I do hope that I can make you aware of the fact that you have an energy body and share some recommendations to you on how you can take care of it. You don't have to believe everything I say or share on this episode or in an episode for that matter, but I would just like to dare you to try some of the things I share on this episode and maybe do some research for yourself out of these recommendations and see if something resonates with you. I am sure that you will notice a difference over time if you apply any of this. Um, And I think that your own well-being will be able to speak for itself throughout time. I do have the understanding that it's very hard to have an understanding for something that we can't see or touch. And sometimes not even feel because we're not even aware of what we're supposed to feel. But I can reassure you that once you become aware of it, you will start to feel it and understand what and why you are feeling certain things. We are all very connected to the people around us in more ways than one. And one way we can be connected towards people is through energy cords. Um, I think it's very important to cut energy cords from ourselves, and I recommend to do this uh, for once in a while. Release yourself from all the emotions and energy that is not yours. Because when we cut energy cords, we cut cords that might that people might have latched onto us, where they might be draining uh, our energy with the cords that they are connected to us with. Unhealthy spiritual energy cords can be detrimental to our well-being. And I think it's essential to be able to recognize the signs of negative cords. Some indicators that you might have unhealthy spiritual energy cords can be chronic fatigue, headaches, muscle tension and pain, digestive issues, anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, overthinking, procrastinating, irritability. These are just to name a few. And as you um, can hear, these negative energy cords can be felt and experienced 
with physical, emotional, and behavioral symptoms. So I think it's essential to cut these cords uh, for your own health. Try to be present, you know, within the people that you meet. And how do you feel after a day of being with certain people around you? Do you feel drained or do you feel energized? I usually cut these cords when I meditate. As with everything else, I try to be very present and not focus too much on where my mind might wander. I focus on my breath and I have the intention with doing what I'm doing. In this case, cutting cords. I usually imagine a big scissor when I'm cutting cords uh, from different body parts. And at times I put myself in a bubble just before finishing up with my meditation so that no new cords can be attached or latched onto me as I walk out into the world. And in my bubble, I have the intention of that nothing that doesn't come with love or light is welcome within my bubble. I put this bubble around my home as well to protect my home. I understand that some of this may sound very out there and crazy for some people. I've been there myself at one point where I reacted that way. But the more um, understanding and in tune you become with these things, the more sense it will make. So I'm just planting the seed here. (laughs) And I also think it's very important that your home is a safe haven and a safe space. And if it isn't that for you at this point, I think it's an important question to ask yourself. How can you turn your home into the safe space you need for you? Is your home a place where you can lean back and relax? Or is it maybe very cluttered? Do yourself the favor and clean up and take care of your home, as you then take care of your mind and soul. I do highly believe that a cluttered home equals a cluttered mind. So make your bed in the morning when you wake up. Clean up after yourself, directly after making the mess. Don't let things pile up as it can become so much more of a project that can easily be procrastinated. Clean out all the bad and heavy and dense energy that might be stuck in your home. I do this by using uh, sage or Paolo Santo. I do this every Sunday. I open the windows in every room and I let it air out for about 10 minutes before I start to clean out the energies. I take a few breaths before I cleanse and bring my presence to the moment. I cleanse my home with the intention that all negative or dense energy leaves my home. I usually talk to myself as well as to the spirits that I have around me, and I ask them for help to keep my house clean in energy and in spirit, so that love and light is the only thing that is welcome in my home. I ask my spirits guides to be the gatekeepers of my home and make sure that nothing that's not supposed to be here is welcome. I usually use white sage as it clears out negative energy and it can also shift your mood and release stuck emotions. Paolo Santo is another one I use and it's known as holy wood and it calms energy down. And it purifies your spirit and lifts negative energy after spiritual healing. Another one is Yerba Santa. And it brings sacred energy into your inner work and ignites self-love. And cedar sage can also be used as it attracts good energy. And it can stimulate prosperity, mindset and harmonious thoughts as well as confidence and inner strength. 
These ones are just to name a few and the ones I use most, most frequently. There is several ones out there and they all do like, uh, and they all serve a different purposes. But the ones I use the most is Paolo Santo and White Sage. And I think that these are the ones that are mostly well known. I clean my home every Sunday and I cleanse it off and I clean uh, with cleaning the space as well. My flowers, they bloom and blossom. And people who comes to my home, they always compliment me of how peaceful my home feels and harmonious and how calm they feel when they are at my house. I also do have crystals and organites a little bit over at my home. And I know that these uh, contribute to both the energy and vibe. And if you never heard about organites or crystals before, don't worry because you're not alone. But to give you some information about it, uh, crystals are very powerful. Uh, and I think they're more powerful than people uh, think or like to believe because they can be very beautiful just to look at, you know, it looks like just beautiful stones. Some of them, they glitter and spark, but they, there is plenty of crystals out there and they all serve different purposes. Crystal therapy has been used for centuries to help treat the body holistically for various alignments and the use of these beautiful minerals dates back to Egyptian times. They were said to be used to purge out evil spirits. Crystals have this beautiful um, potential to heal the body naturally and ensure all around well-being. Each individual stone serves different purposes, such as amethyst, rose quartz and jade. They all have the ability to communicate with the energy flow of the human body and help to realign the energy channels that are interrupting the natural flow of the body and help it heal itself. Crystal with specific stones are said to help to relieve specific alignments such as anxiety, depression or insomnia, or more physical alignments such as digestive problems. And crystal therapy can be as simple as wearing precious stones and minerals as bracelets or necklaces. You can also do as me, place the crystals uh, around in your home or even at your workspace in your office. I have crystals and organites in every room at home. Because the electromagnetic charge within each stone is said to offer healing vibrations as they work to remove blockages around the body and restore a natural flow of energy. An organite is formed from a mix of resin, metals and quartz. And if I may get just a little bit technical, just to give you an understanding, those quartz crystals contain physoelectricity. That basically means that when crystals is put under pressure, it produces an electrical charge. In organite, it's under the pressure all the time. And that is one of the main reasons why it could help reduce electromagnetic pollution. This type of pollution is caused by the devices and appliances we have around or that surrounds us in our daily life, like our phones and laptops and Wi-Fi and power lines and even all the electric appliances that you have at home. The most likely reason 
that organite is now becoming so popular is because electromagnetic pollution is increasing and could negatively affect your health. Despite its ancient origins, we are only just starting to fully understand its potential unique qualities. An organite is constantly transforming negative energy towards positive energy. Your plants at home or in the garden will love the presence of organites as they send out positive energy. There are some people who have reported that they sleep better with organites in their bedroom. <laughs> I have a few under my bed. Organites raises the overall well-being in your home towards everything and everyone that is around. Things like these organites and crystals and cleaning out the negative energy in one's home, I think brings a lot of healing to oneself on an energetic level that can be felt over time. I think that this is one of the reasons why people feel so peaceful at my home and uh, feel very zen and some even say that they feel like it's a spa here. I think that these things that I have in my home, crystals and me saging and doing all of these things, I think that this plays a huge part in the um, vibe I have at home. So I would highly recommend you to try this. You can also uh, charge your crystals uh, during a full moon. Uh, there is a lot of information out there to read about how, uh, what type of crystals you might need or stones, depending on maybe your mood and... Um, what you are, you know, we all go through different phases in life and we need different things to help us in different phases. So the more, uh, it's more information out there for you to accumulate for yourself, to have the understanding of what you need for you. I would just like for you to understand that there is something beautiful within these crystals and they can do so much more and serve you in so many ways that you uh, I would like for you to experience it for yourself let's put it that way there is another thing I would like to share on this episode that also can contribute to your own healing uh, and I don't feel like it can go unmentioned um, I don't know if you know about it or, or ha maybe have heard about it but it's called grounding or earthing I do this as often as I can, and I can always do better at this for myself. I don't do this as much as I would like to because I live in Sweden, and the majority of the year, it's not always optimal to ground. But if you don't know what grounding or earthing is, um, let me do the honors and break it down for you what grounding is all about. By planting your bare feet on the ground, your body will heal itself. The fact is that we are all connected to our earth, as I keep saying in, in all my episodes. Our earth is our mother. But we have lost touch with, the, with earth since we don't walk barefoot anymore. And we always use shoes. In the 1960s, synthetic rubber was invented. And the first thing that was made was shoes. And sneakers became a huge hit, which is still it's today. And one of the, it was one of the most destructive inventions that man has ever made. Because by grounding yourself, you are giving yourself contact with earth. Electrons is sent from earth through your feet to support the specific functions of the organs of the body. 
It supports the body as a whole, but specifically supports organ systems down to the tissues and the cellular function of the entire body. And all the systems in the body goes to balance to normal when you are grounded. This has both been measured and studied. And in today, we have a growing concern because we are not grounded, that we absorb a big amount of electromagnetic radiation from our modern devices, as I mentioned before, from our phones and computers and Wi-Fi and the wirings in our homes. All of these things disturbs our our electric balance because we get charged inside of our bodies. We get electrically charged and some people has as much as 20 volt inside of their bodies. And unbeknownst to us, we live inside of a battery. The surface of the earth is charged negatively. The ionosphere, which is a layer of the atmosphere, is ionized by the sun. Meaning that the rays of the sun are so strong that they split into molecules in two. A positive charge and a negative charge. The negative charge are transferred to the surface of the earth and the positive charge stays up in the atmosphere. The surface of the earth is electrically conducted. So wherever you stand barefoot on earth or connected to the earth, you are collecting electrons that come from the sun. (laughs) That's pretty powerful, don't you think? (laughs) And the problem arises when we don't have a negative charge. And many of us, we suffer from silent inflammations in our bodies that many of us doesn't even know is there. And these things can be built up for years. But the beautiful thing about our beautiful bodies is that the collagen in our body has a gel that saves electrons in the gel and sends them out when needed. And another beautiful thing is that the earth is a part of our cosmic body. But when we disconnect from Earth, you are in a sense creating a separation that results in disruption of your biological rhythms. Everything linked from dis-ease to inflammations starts with a disconnection. But when you walk barefoot on Earth, free radicals are built up in your body. As a result of stress and inflammation, these things are neutralized. And what is really happening is that you are restoring your biological rhythms or syncing them with the earth, which is connected to the entire cosmos. I do highly believe that when we are disconnected from a part of us, we are bound to become depressed or sick sooner or later. So when you are disconnected from nature and our soil, you disconnect from the symbiotic relationship with earth. I think we need to ground, just as we need to breathe and drink water. When grounding yourself, you literally suck life energy from Earth through your feet. I think that's so massive and powerful. So when grounding yourself, you get the pain, the stress, the inflammation out of your body. So why isn't grounding more well-known or talked about, you might ask? I think the answer to that is always follow the money as with everything else. If if something can sabotage the profit, 
that many make billionaire companies uh, I think things get uh, quiet down or called nonsense just as grounding has its healing benefits as crystal therapy and organites another thing I also would like to recommend is cold therapy cold therapy is as easy as taking a cold shower or cold bath and it's literally free just as grounding is and all of these things you can do on a daily basis without you know having to pay for it or that you know sometimes certain things is hard to do because uh, some people don't have the financial um, capacity to do certain things but grounding and uh, cold therapy and breath work all of these things is free and they have uh, so many good benefits and uh, can help you on a level where you won't be able to understand until you actually do them do things over time and you will notice the difference for sure i saw a documentary some years ago uh, with wim hoffman and i got so inspired it sadly took me some time to create these new habits for myself and actually spoke to a friend about that, you know, because I think it's so important as a parent to teach your kids uh, at an early age about this uh, healthy lifestyle and good habits. Because I think it's so much more easier when you learn things as a kid to uh, maintain them as you go into adulthood. And for adults to create a new habit or do something new, I think it's very hard and difficult more challenging than it is for a kid and most of the kids look up to their parent and they do what you do they don't do as you say so spread the wisdom and the knowledge and help your kids become a better version of you so i think that if we can uh, learn certain things as kids we can create very good habits uh, from a very early age towards them and adapt new things as we get older I think or I want to say that cold therapy has so many benefits that it's not not a smart choice not to do it I myself started with cold showers this year and I have been doing them every day since I started it's literally the first thing I do in the morning before I meditate I have had days when I stand in the shower because I always start with warm water and I finish with cold where I think to myself that oh, I will skip just this one day because of whatever reason I make up in my head. But I'm actually quick to catch myself and say, no, you will follow through today too. Because if you skip today, it will be easier to skip tomorrow and fall into a pattern of skipping. So I take cold showers every morning and the benefits of this has been incredible. I am or maybe was a very frozen person and I don't freeze as much. My focus gets better throughout the day and my mind just gets clearer. And my meditation gets better since I do this before I do my morning meditations. I can just go deeper within my meditation. And I actually achieve something every single day because I'm still at the point where I challenge myself to do something out of my comfort zone, which increases my willpower. I want to name a few benefits that cold therapy can have on your health and your own well-being. Uh, And it can bolster your immune system, 
to common colds because going from a hot to cold shower even for a couple of minutes might protect you from a circulating virus. The shock of cold water can stimulate the blood cells that fight off infections. It can combat symptoms of depression. It reduces inflammation and prevents muscle soreness because cold temperatures make your body vessels tighten up. And when that happens, your blood moves to your body's core and vital organs. The blood naturally becomes oxygen and nutrient rich during the process. And as your body heats up again, the blood vessels expand, bringing the oxygenated blood back to your tissues. And, it, uh, and as it flows back, it helps to flush out inflammation. And it can improve your mood and strengthen the nervous system. And it's great for your hair and skin. And the best part of this is that cold therapy is free. And I highly recommend it, or at least try it. Um, it's an overall uh, improvement for your health. And with health comes wealth. And all of this is connected to the healing of oneself. Before I do cold showers sometimes, I can do breath work. And that can be a recommendation to some people out there who might uh, suffer a little bit with the cold showers, have a little bit of anxiety doing it. Um, there are different types of breath works out there that you can do uh, depending on the circumstances or the situations um, you have box breathing and fire breath and um, how do you say hyperventilating my English isn't always correct so my apologies for any grammar that might not be on point um, but all of these things is uh, things I do on a daily basis um, or weekly basis and I would just recommend you to try some of these things or maybe read upon them on yourself and see how they can improve you and your home and for your family. I really wish you healing and well-being. And I am so appreciative for the time that you have taken to listen to another episode of Inspire to Rewire. And I hope that a seed or two was planted today. Namaste. Namaste.